the Karate Kid Minute. I am Robin, and we're going to be talking about Cobra Kai. Uh, I, yeah, I messed that up. I'm Robin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt. And uh, we're here with uh, two guests uh, for your Wednesday uh, commute, whatever you want to call it. You're listening to Drive Time. Uh, uh, <laughs> welcome uh, back, uh, Matt A. and Mel. Thank Hi. you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're way more polite than I am. <laughs> I was very excited. Okay, skipping ahead to, to Cobra Kai. Uh, I was very excited that this uh, episode was called Mole and uh, chosen as a mole, mole, mole. Right. It was <laughs> oh, oh, clever. I love it. I love it. It was that good. Speaks to me. Yes, it does. It spoke. It spoke to me too. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it's clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one's written by Joe Pierulli and Luan Thomas, who wrote last year First Learn Stand and Party Time, and this was also directed by Stephen Sushita, who just direct co-directed the the premiere episode, Long Long Way from Home. Synopsis: Chosen and Daniel hatch a risky plot against Terry. In Mexico, Robbie and Johnny look for Miguel, who discovers the truth about his dad. And cats and dogs, I'm assuming. The first chapter I'm, I entitled Cobra Kenpai. And it starts with a uh, uh, flashback to Okinawa in 1972. And I'm like, here we go with my Netflix spinoff. Let's go. Young Sato, young chosen. Uh, I'm How many spinoffs do you have in your mind, Robin, uh, that you want? Anything can be a so spinoff. So many. Yes. So many. Uh, I mean, we could have a spinoff for the long car ride home that the long silent car ride home with Johnny, Robbie, and Mikkel. That apparently <laughs> there was no discussion, but uh, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. Uh, yeah, oh, that's wait, a I'm shame, skipping actually. ahead. Aren't I? <laughs> you are skipping ahead, but you're not Oops. wrong. I would have also enjoyed a uh, a capper to the Adventures in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. having some car ride. Like, what was it like having uh, Miguel and the other one in the car the whole time. <laughs> Robbie. Robbie. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Sato. Oh my God, it's Sato. Uh, uh, Matt, I got to ask, what did you think about young Sato? Sorry, uh, uh, Matt H. <laughs> he, was yeah. doing the, he was doing a good impression of old Sato. Uh, he wasn't quite as deep right. voiced, but I mean, he was, you could definitely tell which character he was playing. <laughs> Uh, the challenge is to shove your fingers into sand over and over again. Sorry, not over and over again. Just again, yeah. again. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are we supposed to? What are we supposed to get from this scene that um, that, that 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 he's cheating or, or he's willing to cheat? But what does that say about current chosen? Like that he has that in his heart that he was willing to cheat at one point and he's trying to be honorable. I guess maybe. I don't know. I mean, Shadow calls him a, a coward for basically <laughs> softening these, the, the pain. And mm-hmm. he says, a man without honor is no man. Do you want to be a man or a coward? And then chosen the young shows and puts the cushion back anyway. <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> and so it's like, and then we get this, like, as the Cobra Kai credit comes up, it's just this close up of this kid, this hard kid, just like shoving it. But he's not that hard. Cause he's cushioned in the blow. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think cho- this is just one of those things that chosen is like, man, I wish I did that differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we go to present time. And we're in the Cobra Kai dojo. Terry tells the kids that their championship is only the beginning. Um, and uh, we have Tori, who hasn't brought in her trophy yet. 
uh, and uh, and all the senseis are here. So Chosen gets to uh, start training Tori. Um, and he's like, since you're a champion, I won't go easy on you. And he tells her about honor. And he says, it's everything. He thought he lost it, but he learned that no one can actually take your honor from you. Only you can, like, lose your honor. Mm. So I like that. He's he's learned. And, and it's just, you know, I remember, like, being a kid and watching Karate Kid Part 2. It's like, oh, my God, you go and trip over somebody in, in Okinawa. Like, you all of a sudden will offend somebody too much, so much that they want to kill you. Like, yeah. <laughs> honor is a big deal. Um, so, uh, yeah, Terry t- takes an interest. I think when he's like, when Chosen is like instructing Tori, I'm like, dude, you're, you're, this is a little soft, you know, like you don't, you don't want to like give, give your game away this easily. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like, uh, this is very, this lesson is very Miyagi-do. Like no one can take your honor away from you. you only you can get rid of your honor. Um, but yeah, Chosen, uh, Terry asked Chosen his name. He says his name is Jokichi Tatsuya, uh, or you can call me <laughs> Sensei Joe. <laughs> I think the, Joe. the problem with Sensei Joe is that he has so much honor that he's not a good mole. He's not, he doesn't have it in him to be duplicitous. <laughs> right. I, I think so, that in this case, you would pronounce it mole. Um, <laughs> I'll pronounce it however I want to. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I'm always looking up the names of characters, especially like the Japanese ones. Sometimes there's like an Easter egg in there. And uh, I did find, I don't know if it's at all related, but there's a, a, a Takamine Jokuchi. I'm, I'm probably butchering these. Apparently this guy uh, was a Japanese chemist who helped, uh, who, who invented epinephrine or discovered it or something. Hmm. Cool. And I looked up Tatsuya, just did a Google and it's Japanese for either dragon or master. So I don't know if that's mm. if Chosen's like I got a great name, <laughs> yeah, or if that's just the writers. Um, so Chosen advises Tori to face her troubles directly, and so she kicks the mat really hard that he's holding. Sorry, Matt, see, this is a mm-hmm. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so cho- <laughs> Chosen, uh, I'd then- let her kick me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chosen demonstrates Tang Soo Do on this dummy, and I'm wondering where's Woody from Part Three. <laughs> Where's <laughs> the wooden dummy? But mm. um, Terry's again. He's like, "Oh, Tang Sudo, uh, where are you from?" And Chosen says, "Kyoto." And uh, Terry says, "That's a sweet Phoebe Bridger song. Uh, it really rocks." Um, and then he tries to trip him up on uh, Kyoto facts, but Chosen is uh, is doing good so far. <laughs> yeah, he's being uh, a good mole. He gets invited to dinner. <laughs> And uh, and then we get a little scene where we we get some payoff. Uh, Tori asking Terry, "What the heck? I saw you paying the ref." Uh, but Terry's like, "You really did win. I just wanted to ensure that Cobra Kai wins it all." And uh, and he's like, "I never had to struggle, but I know how to use my privilege to win." Yeah, <laughs> like okay, you're a good guy. Uh, <laughs> but he's like, "Winning is everything," and I guess that's very Cobra Kai. Yeah. Um, he tells her she can leave or he's going to make her the future of the dojo. Your choice. So Tori's left to think about that. Uh, so back at LaRusso headquarters, uh, T- Daniel's trying to help Chosen into a tight jacket. He's very nervous. Uh, he says Terry is without honor. 
And Chosen remembers he tried to take shortcuts before he learned about honor and had his mm. his cowardice exposed for all to see. I like and, I like how he looks with the the small jacket on. He just looks pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a callback to the teaser, right? The fact that he yeah. he took a shortcut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, for sure. Are we going to be and, talking any more about Tori uh, this episode? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I'll save my comments about Tori for later then. Okay. Um. Uh, so, uh, well, I, I think also the whole cowardice exposed for all to see that had a lot to do with the hurricane too. Um, yeah. but yeah. Um, so yeah, he says he's going to do the same to Terry. He's going to make, he's going to expose his cowardice for all to see. Uh, and Daniel says, uh, you know, warns him of how Terry works, but he's, you know, he's going to figure it out. Uh, and, and he says, be ready to fight. And, uh, oh man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll get there. Um, Terry welcomes Chosen into his mansion, and I gotta say, I miss the Ennis house, the the mansion they used for part three. Mm. And they house. also, it's also a different place than where he was hanging out at last season. He probably has. Oh, several... really? Yeah. Yeah, he's probably got several different properties that he goes to. Hmm. I got properties all over the valley. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Also, sad to oh. see that the butler is not Maloche from uh, part three. Oh. <laughs> He had Milo uh, sealed in a vat of toxic chemicals. Yes. <laughs> uh, he serves. Uh, he serves chosen a fifty-year-old Yam- Yamasaki whiskey that has a cool-looking crystal cobra top. Mm-hmm. Of course. Uh, Chosen's not sold on the job. He says that uh, Terry pokes a little more, and he says he was raised by his uncle, and his uncle died of cowardice. And he was a coward once. He lost a fight. He should have won. And of course, we get the uh, a little bit of flashback to that big mm-hmm. fight. I so... hope I die of cowardice. That's, <laughs> that's the I official. Hope... I hope that's what it says, like on um... your death certificate. Yeah, of cowardice. Cause of death, cowardice. <laughs> yeah, act of coward. Uh, I just want to so... die in a fun way. <laughs> Strangely, they don't drink their whiskey now. Terry has chosen to take his glass of whiskey, walk mm. down to his other room to show him his prized possession, which is the sword of Usugi Kenshin used at the fourth battle of Kawanakajima. Um, and it's the sword is called Meio Aru Kyode. Matt, how did I do? <laughs> I'd have to see it spelled out. <laughs> I, I, how did Terry do that? I don't know. Were you, were you, did you raise your eyebrow or any of that? No. All right. I did some. You research. yes, him no. <laughs> did I? I, I, re, I, I uh, did some research. Uh, Mayu Arukiode, uh, the sword name, it means honored brother. Of course, they say that in the show. But uh, this uh, Asugi Kenshin, he was known as the Dragon of Ichiko. Uh, he was a military genius. Apparently, this battle they were talking about was one of many that he had with his long-standing rival Takeda Shingen, who now now uh, uh, Kenshin was known as the Dragon of Ishigo. Takeda was known as the Tiger of Kai. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so during this battle, when his front line was wounded and beaten, uh, Kenshin did this like new technique, which was like, "All right, I'll send the front line men to the back and send the back line men to the front." All my all, now we have well rested men and uh, keep attacking. Uh, I guess this was new then. <laughs> it wasn't like no, I never thought of this. <laughs> yeah, 
apparently massive casualties on both sides for this war. And uh, there was a famous moment where Kenshin actually rode right up to Shingen during the heat of the battle and slashed his chest with a sword. And so this must be the sword that Terry uh, at least thinks he has. He's like, I don't care, whatever, it's expensive. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Chosen's like, listen, I know you want something more than just like another, like a sensei. What, what's your true ambition? And Terry says he wants Cobra Kai and karate to be synonymous as Starbucks and coffee. Uh, now, he, you think Starbucks is a sponsor for that mention? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> uh, Starbucks is great, by the way. Um, and, oh my uh, god! They pay, if they want to pay us, <laughs> I hope so. so. Um, Somebody uh, slipping cash to Robin right now. <laughs> just send me Starbucks just for that gift plug. cards. I'm, I'm What's the that. I, uh, it's, I don't think it's this episode. Is it the the pupper eating contest? Uh, we'll get we'll get there. Okay. Good. Well, if you haven't watched episode three yet, there's no pepper eating contest. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> there yeah. never was. Uh, anyway uh we're here in this part uh where where, uh yeah (laughs) terry's looking for a good uh, he's looking for a right-hand man he wants he wants his hamilton to his washington (laughs) uh little slide joke to those who are into that very niche hamilton musical um chosen agrees to take the job they toast and chosen says cutty and Terry smirks and says, Cuddy, back to uh, Gotcha. Mm. <laughs> so the next day, Tori shows up with her trophy and says, I'm in. So did we have anything else to say? This is the last we're going to talk about Tori in this episode. Well, I love Tori. And I respect her her conflict or inner turmoil. It, it really shows that her, her character has depth. But mm-hmm. I also want her to be over it and done with it yeah. sooner rather than later. Because right. I feel like we're hitting the same notes constantly and have been since last season when she was being, uh, I don't want to say mentored, but uh, she was growing closer with Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like she, she had that sort of character arc and it has it stalled. I feel like that's what I want to say about Tori is I love her, but her character growth is stalled at this moment. We're just like repeating notes. Yeah. Anyone I else mean, feel that, like that? that? That's happened with most characters. Like, Robbie and Miguel still hate yeah, each other. Maybe it's the problem with uh, a show going on for too long. Is that it's... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Our characters are... <laughs> I know. Okay, so I was watching... Uh, I think it was Vanity Fair had some sort of interview with the cast. And yeah. the top comment was like, I hope this show goes on forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, mm, maybe you don't want that. <laughs> no. There's something to be said for uh, moving characters along a path and letting them have inexperienced growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to see Tori uh, get over her hangups very quickly. Okay. I, agree. I want, I want them nice. to stop introducing new characters. <laughs> that, I think. <laughs> that, I mean, the fact that, like, you know, like over these three episodes that I watched this week, like characters, like they don't even show up for some episodes, and you're like, well, what's going on with like Daniel? What's going on with Hawk? You know, like. I thought they were like main characters True. in the show. <laughs> They've had very little to do. Yeah, th- th- these three episodes are very adult focused. Yeah, um, which is fine with me. I prefer the adults, but I know that's not uh, everybody. <laughs> yeah, there's also characters. Uh, they're not very. They're not really characters. They're just background players who have been yeah. in the karate and the dojos. Um, these kids for seasons now and have had yeah. no lines, 
no development at all. I just wonder if we're going to get like a standalone Star Trek TNG lower deck style episode where we actually get to meet these people for 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I always like, wow, they're really interesting. <laughs> I always wonder why they keep they keep bringing back the same extras over and over and over if they're never going to develop them think, or, or even name them. I think too, like the introduction of new characters is maybe because they don't know how to move like develop characters so they just keep introducing new ones mm. to kind of keep people's interest going well even if you like wrap up a long-standing storyline like uh johnny and um daniel finally getting along yeah then what do you got with them so yeah introduce we're gonna send them in different directions now <laughs> yeah. well they're finally getting along well, well i mean they've got other, other challenges to face but together you know mm-hmm. yeah like, i don't know the writers have to become a little creative i guess yeah well i'm looking forward to see how it goes this season um but uh back in the show class is canceled uh, tori go Tor- tori takes off and chosen arrives and uh terry uh calls out the other senseis and calls him chosen toguchi and or, you know chosen and uh says what gave him away with his toast kari which is not what they say in kyoto they say kenpai <laughs> Even I wouldn't have made that mistake, and I'm not from Japan. <laughs> like, if I was an undercover mole, I would know. Mole. Like, an undercover mole. Pronounce it correctly. I would know, like, just me with my knowledge. I, I knew I, I knew you weren't from Mexico just because you said mole. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, I just don't know how he made that mistake. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. So, I would have been like... Because yeah, he's not I good be... at duplicity. He's, yeah. he's too he, honest to he be... Was... He was good most of the time up until that point, wasn't he? Oh he yeah, he had a story for everything. He he had all yeah. he, he seemed to know about a lot about Kyoto and I think I think what happened was that uh Terry Silver kind of like got him reminiscing. Maybe. And I think he got so absorbed by the reminiscing and mm-hmm. like and then he was showing him all this fancy stuff just trying to distract him. Maybe the whiskey able... also made him pliable. Yeah. So I think right. he was able to distract yeah. him enough that he kind of forgot himself. And then he was like, oh yeah, like, let's toast. But yeah, he should have <clears throat> yeah. known well, better. Terry challenges the senseis, the job, uh, to, to with triple salary if they take whoever takes Chosen down. And Terry stands back while Chosen just takes these wannabes down one by one because that's how they attack him, right? Yeah, yes, <laughs> they all don't just swarm him. Always, but oh god, I love this so much. <laughs> I don't care. I love how Chosen just glares at Terry as he's taking these guys down. Like, who's yes. next? You know. What, what do you guys think? Yeah, I I love seeing him fight. I kind of still wanted Terry Silver to still hire him, even though he was a bully. Sure, I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's a bigger challenge to have Terry's like, oh, I'm going to turn him. Yeah. Um, but Chosen draws a line. He says, no more expansion. No more senseis. No challenging Miyagi-Do. Do not come near the, the LaRusso family. You cross this line, you, you will beg for mercy. Which I'm just like, yeah. And then he walks out. I, I And it's cool because it doesn't really betray Terry's character too much of being like wimping out. Because he's Terry honestly looks intrigued at this, this development. <laughs> he's just like, okay, all right, well, that happened. Next, next move. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to uh, the next <laughs> chapter I called Johnny and the Wolf. Uh, this is Johnny and Robbie's little uh, adventure here. 
Johnny keeps asking around for Hector the Salazar. <laughs> Not just Hector Salazar. Hmm? I'm sorry. Did we comment when we were watching it that like Johnny's wearing like basically like the trans flag on? I think I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you mentioned it during what our little it? watch. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's wearing like pink, blue, and white. I don't think what it's flag is that. You don't think it's intentional? The the transgender flag. You don't think that Johnny's an ally? (laughs) I think he's an ally. Mm. I think he is. He doesn't know it, but he He doesn't even know what transgender is. No, No. it's true. And I'm panning through this episode, and I'm seeing the the chili pepper eating contest thing. So I don't know what you're talking about. It's in this episode. Yeah, I'm getting to it. (laughs) Okay. All right. We're just very excited about chili peppers. Okay. Uh, This guy really wants him to move his van. Of course, you know he can't speak uh, uh their language so uh, it gets towed away and and robbie says he's worried about Hec- uh, johnny throwing hector's name around uh johnny says they gotta shake the tree to get some apples and robbie's like or we could just climb the tree ourselves and johnny's like what what tree <laughs> just like and johnny never change <laughs> <laughs> so yeah they need 400 pesos 400 dollars in pesos uh to get their van the van back and how many robbie- is how much is that in american oh god thousands i'm sure <laughs> Five thousand six thousand. Sorry, <laughs> a million. Robbie uses his hot ones knowledge. Uh, okay, so this is what like... I wanted to mention. Okay, so you were talking about Starbucks and the yes. corporate sponsorship of Starbucks. I wanted to know what the connection is between this show and Hot Ones. Mm. <laughs> I wonder if anybody from Cobra Kai has been on Hot Ones. I, I, That's what I, really I want to know. know. I I was thinking there might be some sort of cross promotional thing, especially since Cobra Kai originated on YouTube. Yeah. Am I I'm gonna s- see yeah. Ra- Ralph Macchio? Eating buffalo hot. wings on hot ones? Hmm. I, I hope so. Remember. I haven't would, seen it yet. If I'd we like wanted that. one person from the cast to be on hot ones, who do we want to see? Ooh. Well, probably Stingray. <laughs> oh, Stingray. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my vote. <laughs> I'd want to see William Zabka on there, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it would have uh, to be a tag team between Daniel and, and uh, like Ralph Macho and William Competition. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be good. See, that that's why I brought it up. Fun. That'd yeah. be great. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we have a pepper eating competition against an imposing looking uh, bald guy who is Does in he... the credits is called El Bombero. El Bombero? Yeah. Does he not look like Noho Hank from Barry? So does look like <laughs> Noho Hank. <laughs> like a slightly uh, overweight Noho Hank. Yeah, yeah. He's beefed up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Robbie, uh, goes back and forth with him. It's, uh, you know, he's, he's our Marion Ravenwood, of course, uh, <laughs> as, as he's known on this show as, uh, Robbie challenges him to the hottest pepper. So Bombero calls for El Dragon, uh, and Johnny says they're going all in, of course, uh, Robbie takes the pepper in his hand and does some, uh, Miyagi-Do breathing techniques before eating the pepper. <laughs> Or at least we think so. He does it, and Bombero tries and fails, downs a bunch of milk, and spits it all over Robbie and Johnny, which I thought was like, what? What was that all about? But now I realize they have to get into their FBI gear now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The latest misunderstanding. <laughs> uh, Robbie reveals he was chewing on candy. It was like El mm-hmm. Masticadora or something like that. I have no idea <laughs> what I think it's called. It, it looked like, uh, I don't know, like cowtails or something. <laughs> you ever seen cowtails? Uh, yes. Cowtail? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Johnny hears that he cheated. He says, badass. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robbie has no honor. <laughs> Johnny doesn't care. That's, that's cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, uh, Carmen calls Johnny and tells him where to find, uh, Miguel. We'll get to that, but we go to, uh, the, uh, back door of El Hoyo Verde, uh, which is Spanish for the green hole. So, uh, the FBI asks around for Hector, of course, uh, <laughs> agent Johnny calls MMA bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> So the two go out into the main area as Vincente the Wolf Gonzalez is being announced, which I was like, Vincent the Wolf? Is, is this a Pulp Fiction thing? Hmm. Uh, Vincente is told to stop the FBI, and Johnny uh, pops him one because he spots Miguel across the way. We'll get to him. Johnny tells Robbie to back off, and it, it, we get karate versus MMA. And uh, Vincente is played by Eric Anders, who is a real UFC guy. I figured they would get one. Yeah. I don't, I can't Google anything, so I don't know if he was a big fan of Cobra Kai or what, but, you know, this is definitely not a Carrie Underwood uh, move. This definitely fits perfectly into the universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Johnny gets punched a lot, but and his shirt gets ripped, you know, William Shatner style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we can do. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, they, he kind of ripped the shirt, and, and there was, like, this moment, and I was like, is there something I'm supposed to absorb here other than like, this is like Kirk versus the Gorn. But Robbie throws him the chili pepper that he didn't use and burns Vincente's eyes and then gives Vincente a roundhouse. And then Vincente had to have his eyes amputated. <laughs> Vincente's uh, move is uh, whole career is ruined. Yeah. And he bellows, Donde esta Hector? Which you're like, Whoa, oh, Johnny learned a little Spanish, I guess. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the last chapter where it all ties in. Uh, uh, and I call this one crappy father figures. Uh, <laughs> Miguel wakes up at Hector's place, which is not as humble as episode one. Hector would have you imagine. <laughs> it is pretty lush in there. He's got like a pretty little nice. statue, even of a Virgin Mary, you know, a little one. Oh, sorry. A big one. I was being sarcastic. <laughs> it was ginormous. He's making churrasco, which I had to Google, and it, it's steak. I guess trim steak. Oh, Probably everybody knows that but me. <laughs> uh, Miguel reveals he was a karate champion, which is why his reflexes are so good. Uh, Whoa, a karate champion from California in my house? I was uh, <laughs> response. surprised I haven't heard of you. <laughs> um, Hector is like, oh, yeah, that, that kid's not mine. I was married once, but, you know, she left me. And uh, then he kind of invites Miguel out for let's go let's go have a good time in the town. So Miguel decides to take a moment and call Carmen and tell his mom how wrong she is and how mad he is at her for missing out on knowing his great father. And uh, ends up hanging up on her when uh, when uh, Hector kind of calls for him. Uh, but he does mention El Hoyo Verde, which is how Carmen com- communicates that to Johnny. That was a <laughs> lucky weird, break. Lucky break, yeah. So we go to the green hole. And Hector is giving Miguel some tequila, and they're watching MMA fighters, and Hector uh, introduces Miguel to Vincente and brags that Miguel could probably take his job. I was really expecting to see Cage fighting Miguel in this episode. I was like a Creed <laughs> moment, you know, like the beginning of Creed where uh, Creed Jr. goes down and he's fighting like south of the border. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was, expect- I was predicting something. that he knew who Miguel – maybe he didn't know who Miguel was, but he knew – that he was like somebody he could exploit and he was going to put him in like an underground fight club. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Angel in the episode The Ring. 
<laughs> I love that this keeps like tying in. <laughs> it's Wednesday. We're still talking about Angel. Hey, uh, might as well throw a plug in for Redemption Cast, a podcast that I did all seasons of Angel and dragged uh, some begrudging folks uh, through it all. <laughs> Never seen it before. <laughs> they should have thanked you. Yeah, they dragged. I don't understand why they were why they felt dragged. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Miguel calls Hector out a little bit, but like kind of like you're the man here. You know, you've made a, and, and Hector's like, hey, listen, you know, I made a lot of money in the past. I got a lot of friends. I got a lot of enemies. But you know, I put that past away. You know, so Miguel is a little more real, like, oh, good, he was a bad guy, but he's he's good now. So you know, everybody can be forgiven for the sins of their past. Yada yada. Anyway, uh, Hector's man, Carlos, uh, calls to warn him about the FBI asking her out. <laughs> Hector gets all paranoid. It turns into a, an episode of The Wire, you know? <laughs> or uh, Narcos Mexico, I should say, as Hector's from. <laughs> uh, he makes Miguel hand his phone over, and we see Miguel has Netflix prominently displayed on his phone. <laughs> uh, he nearly stumbles on a photo of Carmen and Rosa, uh, but he does a, hand his phone back, apologizes but ushers Miguel away when he does see the quote-unquote FBI across the way. Uh, and they go back to Castillo Escondido, which was where that, that was where Dangerous Man was. And I was expecting to see some sort of fight between Dangerous Man and some, like maybe Johnny and Robbie in this episode, or mm. he'd be a part of Hector's crew or something. But no, nobody's here. Hector is just like, we need to lay low for a week or two. Uh, Miguel asks about Maria and Louise. Oh, she's just after my money. And he talks about Icarus and he's like, you know, flying too close to the sun. You know who, you know, who will burn your wings off women. <laughs> just like that woman I had to leave behind in Ecuador and her terrible mom and whatever. <laughs> That's the cost of doing business. Mm -hmm. What did you think of this, this heel turn? I was or did sad. you, did, or did you think it was going to be that way the whole time? Oh no! First episode, I was like, "This guy's a good guy," and like, we're gonna, we're gonna, and maybe it'll like be like a mistaken identity thing, like, uh, "Oh, this actually isn't his father, but he's a kind man, and he's, you know, I don't know." I was mm -hmm. not expecting like, I, I don't know, I, I, a lot of this, a lot of uh, Cobra Kai is about you know forgiving and Jake <laughs> Pass and understanding people's faults and stuff, uh, and then bringing him up again, and again, and <laughs> constantly getting the fights over, but whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I I wasn't thinking that it was I mean really it really seems like episode one they had one plan episode two they were like actually no we're it's gonna do it this way it's like whiplash yeah really he was completely uh, two-faced like, I disagree yeah. no <laughs> okay, okay no 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 I disagree with Robin I, I agree with you oh. Matt Mel okay I don't know if I disagree that's you had your um your feeling about it you yeah. can't disagree with the feeling my, but my feeling right from – I was suspicious right from the start. I, I think it's because Carmen has been portrayed as someone who is so uh, intelligent and on the ball and sensitive and understands people's emotions and motivations so well that for her to tell Miguel that her father was this terrible person, like violent, um, scary guy, and then he turns out like he's absolutely not that person would mean that everything we knew about Carmen would be wrong, hmm. and that just seemed un, so unlikely to be true. Maybe she's the mole. She could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, no, but uh, I mean, I, I'm not saying like she was lying or whatever, but, you know, people change or whatever. Uh, you know, maybe. I feel like that could have been more likely a, a scenario where he was that person, but has tried 
to redeem himself yeah. um and but it didn't surprise me when he was he was uh concealing a part of himself from his i, I guess not wife but just mother of his child not even the mother of his child like it's just a, a child woman from another marriage oh yeah okay but well the problem there was that like he was treating that kid like his own son like you know he mm-hmm. was really like acting really loving mm-hmm. and yeah. that is yeah. what really like i was like that's disgusting just the it fact is disgusting that, yeah yeah just the fact that he was like oh my my precious child like i love him and <laughs> yeah, i love yeah. this woman and then he'd turn around and just say like oh she's just after my money that's not even my kid like so okay so do you love them or not like obviously yeah. you don't like it's just it's all a facade and you can tell even just from like looking at him that he thinks he's you know hot stuff like so just like that hmm. anybody that wears their shirt like constantly like unbuttoned like <laughs> <laughs> red flag red flag red flag a huge red flag yeah Butting my shirt up now i got the, the clue there um yeah, so Miguel decides it's time to leave, and Hector lets him go with zero zero problems. I was waiting for him to be like, no, you have to stay here with me. You were seen. Like, have him turn into, like, some sort of, like, paranoid guy, and then Johnny's going to have to right. get him out of there, you know? I also but expected he... something um, awful to happen in the last couple of minutes of this episode. Mm. Uh, but Miguel steps outside, calls Carmen, cries, apologizes. Cries. You were right. <laughs> Do you think Cobra Kai will ever become that show where, where... – mm. You know, somebody just gets murdered, like brutally. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I know we haven't seen the last of Papa. You think? Okay. No, he's going to show up and Why I don't was know, it getting dangerous I... for sure. I don't know how he's going to find out who Miguel is and where he is, unless he somehow planted some kind of tracker on him, which if you're like the head of some underground organization in Mexico, maybe you've got the means and, and, and know-how and willingness to do that, but uh, like I don't know how he would maybe he held down, but size, I sideshow Bob and strapped himself to the bottom of the van on the way back. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 it's also sad we didn't see Johnny uh do any shoot fighting while he was down there either. Um, all right. Uh, thank you. <laughs> One person got that. Uh, uh, okay, so uh. It's it's right while he's on the phone with Carmen that Johnny is standing there in front of the headlights and there's hugs and then while he's crying and hugging Johnny he sees Robbie standing there and I'm like uh-oh. ruined so ooh yeah who knows what's gonna happen on that trip it's not like I I know anything but uh, I know can't wait to see it though my last note on this entire episode is that Eric Estrada is billed in this episode yeah where was a character he character named Molina no idea. I scanned back and forth. He's listed in the cast credits. This is not like an IMDb error. Yeah. <laughs> this, I'm wondering if this is like he had a cameo and it got cut out. I, I, I don't, oh, I don't maybe. know. You're going to put Eric Estrada in your show and you can cut him out? And you can have your episodes any length you want because you're Netflix? Where would he <laughs> yeah, be? Right. Oh, God. If they I wonder that too. Cobra Kai. <laughs> the entire six season or two-hour episodes. <laughs> you'll, no. be on the, you'll be on the DVD extras. Uh, well... <laughs> If anybody saw Eric Estrada, please let us know where we can find him because, uh, you know, this episode was, face uh, on a milk carton. was la- lacking some punch. I'm just saying. Uh, all right. Well, anything else about this episode before we wrap up? Nope. nope. Okay. No. Find us 
online, look for Karate Kid Minute, social media, Karate Kid Minute. Email us, karatekidminute at gmail.com. Leave us a rating and review. Really appreciate it. And until next time. You're watching Hot Ones, the one with the uh, hot questions, even hotter wings. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>